0: All right, do you want to do eleven hundred?
1: Let's do it. I mean, I think we have to. I uh, let's just. I got a. I got a. I got a plan here. I don't know if it's a
0: good plan, but it is a plan. Do we want to just call it episode eleven hundred? But should we call, remember how we used to call it—the self celebration jubilee or something? We can Enshada do that uh, because I'm trying to think of what have we. Do. Let's just go back. So one thousand obviously was a big deal. Let's look and see what do we do for nine hundred. I'm just interested oh the sci-fi christian canon oh
1: (laughs) i totally forgot about that.
0: i forgot that even existed i yeah i did not prepare for the sci-fi christian canon oh that is a good idea that that's how we're always ready well let's talk about that on this episode all right so i think we're gonna have to go back to the self-celebration jubilee let's do it okay so like you know 500 was the quint centennial what's 1100 (laughs) Uh, Eleven D centennial. <laughs> or like the 300 was a tricentennial. I, I don't I know if Des knows. I'm going to ask her real quick. Four. I'm not even sure if tricentennial was right, but I wonder if 11, 11 must have like a... Are you looking at it up also? Yeah. Yeah, you look it up I'm going to ask her. Hey, honey, I have a quick question for you. If our episode 300 was called a tricentennial and our episode 500 was called a quint centennial, what would... An eleven B. Click. <laughs> I need you. I need you to. Right. I need you to figure it out for me.
1: Undec, undeciminal. Are don't. you
0: sure? Undecimal. You Undecimal. Hear yeah. So this is the Wikipedia chart. Oh, she says that sounds right.
1: Undestinal. I don't know how to say it though. Tenial. Ele-
0: yeah. I mean, it also har- Tennial. Are you serious? That's yeah, what we're that's gonna go it.
1: with. Undecennial.
0: Send me the spelling on that because I'm gonna have to put this into it. A... Ha- honey, do you like the sound of undecennial? I mean, do you feel like that's a, a word you've heard before in math? I don't. <laughs> not. A, she says not a lot. Yeah. Just,
1: yeah. I don't think people refer to eleven that way a lot. <laughs> undecennial.
0: <laughs> All right. I guess we're gonna go with it. All right. Thanks, honey. Love you. Well, I'll be honest. As a math teacher, she didn't sound positive. Well, but Wikipedia need, though. We need a title, so. I'll get the music. If you since you found it, you can say the whole thing.
1: All right, I I did text it to you the spelling.
0: Oh, so it's so it'll be. A, this is how, well. We used to say eleven episode eleven hundred the sci-fi christian undectennial self-celebration extravaganza and it's on you isn't jubilee in there somewhere that was the end of the year listener appreciation oh, jubilee okay. this is the extravaganza big difference
1: <laughs> you might need to help me out
0: uh let's do it episode can you say the word and i'll say yeah, it. Yeah. I'll, I'll lead you into it episode 1100 or do you want to say 1100 one hundred?
1: Eleven hundred's fine
0: episode 1100 the sci-fi christian
1: undectennial
0: self-celebration uh,
1: extravaganza <laughs> Nailed it. Oh. What's an undectennial? Oh.
0: It might be wrong. <laughs> Welcome to the Sci-Fi Christian, bringing you theology at warp speed. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben Di Bono, and according to,
1: to Wikipedia, so the cardinal prefix for one, of course, is uni, unicycle. You know, Two is do, three is try, tricycle. Anyway, if you get down to 11, which yeah. is where we are,
0: it's undec. U N D E C. So should we have should we have said undecennial centennial? No. So you're saying 1100 is UNDEC-tennial, the 1100th anniversary? Oh
1: uh, no. Uh, yeah. Maybe, or did we
0: say uh, just the 11th?
1: Yeah, I I think you might be right. I don't know.
0: So you think it should have been episode one or ele- episode 1100, the Sci-Fi Christian UNDEC-tennial, centennial? Uh,
1: I think let's just go with undecennial. We're we're out on enough of a limb already, as it is. <laughs> this might not be right at all. So here it is, episode eleven hundred. Right, big milestone.
0: It just snuck up on us. And in as some people ways.
1: always know, longtime listeners, we always do the sci-fi Christian canon on these milestone, yes. uh, centennial episodes. But we both forgot that existed, so we'll not be doing that tonight.
0: Yeah, I I was just off the air going to go check and see, what would we right. do for 900? Because I know 1,000 was like a giant celebration looking back. In so fact, in, we just called it episode 1,000 exclamation point.
1: Well, that was a big, big one, yeah.
0: And that was January 2022, and here we are in July 2023. We've cut back, Right. Well, we say. slowed down, yeah. Because I think we were doing about 100 a year.
1: Right. Uh, so you sent me a message last night, which I, I have to say confused me a bit. Oh, no. Because you asked me, should we do episode eleven hundred? Right. And the reason it confused me is, I, I'm not quite sure I was clear on what the alternative was. Oh, like just ending the podcast?
0: <laughs> no, the the alternative was only do Patreon episodes tonight. Oh, okay. Like I didn't know I if see. we were fully prepared to celebrate. I see. I see. So I sent you back. Uh, well,
1: actually, first I accidentally sent the Rainies back because I replied <laughs> to them first. <laughs> to which Aaron said, "I think you sent to the wrong thread." So then I sent to you uh, the the a number of ideas. Yes. To which you did not reply.
0: I did think about them though. Well, well that's well, good. Re- do you want me to read your ideas, or do well, you? No,
1: well, me- no, no, no. Be- and I'll tell you why. Because uh, what I did is I kind of expanded on the list I sent you, and I have them numbered ideas numbered one through eleven. And I have a few just random notes uh, on them. Thank you for liking the message. No, (laughs) just to give you a thumbs up so you wouldn't feel bad. So what I thought would be fun, but also maybe a total disaster, so you you can veto this live on the air, is I have these 1 through 11. So you're going to pick a number. Oh, yeah. And then we'll talk about that topic for a few minutes, and then you can pick another number. So we'll have 11... Many episodes here okay. to
0: celebrate our undectennial. I'll write down the numbers so you don't have to think about which ones are gone. Perfect. And I'll just cross them off. Perfect. So
1: some of them are about us. Some of them are about oh wow uh, pop culture. Some of them are recommendations. Wow, this will be a this will be a great episode, or it could be a disaster. So or I because because <clears throat> I'm not super prepared for any of them, but I think I'm prepared as a whole for eleven of them, and you're not prepared at all for any of them. So it'll be a total surprise for it's you. A,
0: I mean, it is a self-celebration right. extravaganza, so we can do whatever we want. So, I mean, <laughs> before true. we start, I want to say thank you, listeners. We, I, I don't know that we would. Well, let me ask you, Ben. If we didn't have people listening, would we keep doing this? I, 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 I think not. I think not. Right. So, well, the only reason we're at eleven hundred episodes is because uh, you're just out there. Really
1: depressing to, to contemplate. What? Just us sitting in a basement <laughs> recording, <laughs> recording putting on people. the internet. You're right.
0: Yeah. So. Listeners, you're the reason this is happening. 1100 episodes in. Thank you for your dedication and loyalty to the sci-fi christian. Uh if you happen to be on Patreon and, and supporting us there, because as you know, this this type of thing takes time, some money. It does. And we we've got supporters who in the past we used to have people just send in donations, but then we five years ago or so started the Patreon fee, which you can find at patreon.com slash the sci-fi christian. And you, and you know and that's kind of that could be a way that you could donate and get something for it. That's
1: true. And in addition to that, my understanding is Patreon is going to soon be rolling out a feature where instead of a subscription, you can just have like a bundle of audio for people to pay for and download. So oh, cool. if somebody
0: wanted to hear just the Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Episodes. Yeah,
1: we could charge whatever we charge oh, for. That's it, interesting. Or just Dune or whatever.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's look into that. Yeah. So if you, uh, well, so first of all, of course, thank you. And we'll still do free episodes. Although, to be honest, I can feel we've cut back on our free episodes because we we need Ben and I have two and a half hours every week, and so some of the time has to go to the episodes people are paying for. So you may be seeing only one here a week instead of two. Where yeah, like if we we record almost every week, there's some that we miss. So let's just say we record forty five weeks a year. We usually do about. Well, we used to do two in the main feed. Now we do about one in the main feed. Yeah, and one maybe, and a half. And then yeah. we do some others over on the Patreon feed. So
1: And over on the Patreon feed, and maybe you'll hear about this in one of our 11 topics, we, we do deep dives. Right. Like what we just were referring to from Moby Dick, where we'll choose a book and we we'll go through chapter by chapter. And uh, those take a very long time. We just finished Dune. We just finished. All of the Frank all, Herbert yes. Dune. So... Maybe we'll talk about what's coming next there. But All right. got well, anyway, my first number right. One through 11. What's your, what's your first number? First number
0: is going to be six.
1: Number six. Number six is actually uh, me giving you <laughs> some recommendations. Okay, good.
0: Good. I actually like your <laughs> recommendations. I, I thought
1: you did. So uh, I tried to choose five things that I either haven't mentioned before or at least have not mentioned a lot. Okay. So I have two books and three movies.
0: Okay. Let's okay. Do
1: it. So the first book is one I I know I have mentioned, but not a lot, or at least not recently. And it's Inverted World by Christopher Priest. Yes, yeah,
0: so we've talked about it. I've never read it.
1: You have read some Christopher oh, yeah. Priest, though, and I enjoy and it. it. I think you enjoyed him. So yeah. Inverted World is one of his classics. Uh, it's, I think it's his first big book. It's not his first book, but it's the the first one that kind of got him on the map. And it's one of those books that will just destroy your brain. I've read it multiple times. The ending is fantastic really twists you around, and I'm going to keep moving because we have 11 topics to get (laughs) through. Yes, I
0: was going to try to see which books I've read by him, and I'll see if I can find that at some point in this episode.
1: I I know you've read The Prestige, Yep, and I think you've read uh, The Glamour or
0: The Affirmation. I think Affirmation sounds right, but I'll check.
1: Uh, Number two is a a horror movie, but one I think you would like. It's a Japanese movie called House, and the reason I think you'd like it is it's very surreal and uh, more funny than it is scary, so I think that for okay. an, an October movie okay. that you would like, House,
0: okay, a Japanese horror movie. Wow, never heard of it. Yes, I confirmed it was Affirmation, which I gave four stars, and the prestige I read as well. And I, you know, you can't tell if I gave it four and a half technically, but it says four for both of those books here. Okay, all right. What do you got?
1: Number three is Last Year at Marienbad, which is a it kind of it's a French movie, very surrealist. Uh, I think I was trying to think of things that you like, which are more, uh, you kind of like the surrealism aspect. You can see the influence of that movie on The Shining. It's not a horror movie, but some of the aspects to it, it's set at a hotel. You can feel the uh, influence on David Lynch. I absolutely love this movie. Okay, Uh, Number four. I've never
0: heard of it, by the way. Okay. I don't think
1: is A Matter of Life and Death. And I know we talked about this one recently, but I wanted yeah. to reiterate it. This is one of those afterlife movies. Okay. And you you like those. I tend to. And this is why uh, so I, I got well, I onto this one. I think I like one.
0: Defending Your Life. Yes. I don't know if I like all afterlife well, like, movies.
1: Well, not all of them, but you like the good plays. You mentioned in Defending oh, yeah. Your Life that you like that general concept. Yeah, I do like... Uh, I like seeing... Twists
0: on theology.
1: Yeah, so I was trying to think of a recommendation by uh, the Archers, which is Powell and Pressburger, mm-hmm. and because I don't think you've ever seen anything by them, and and this was the one I thought you would like the most. Okay,
0: yeah, I'll check it out. I, I have heard you have recommended that before, so it's on my radar.
1: All right, number five, which is my last recommendation, second book, is John Steinbeck's *East of Eden*. As we're getting okay. into classics, I think you know we've we've hit on a few of the great American authors, but I don't think we've ever done anything on John Steinbeck and I think he would like East of Eden.
0: Do you happen to know if it's on the book poster behind me that we've been reading books from? I do not. Okay, I'll check and see. I don't think it is, but John Steinbeck should be on there, don't you think? I think he should. All right, that's topic six. Uh, Let me just quickly check. Yeah, I read Of Mice and Men by him and I wonder if that was in the book poster or if uh, I just read it because it was a book of lost. Yeah, I I don't know. Oh, The Grapes of Wrath? I heard that one. (laughs) (laughs) all right let's see let's mix it up here. very few grapes let's go to four
1: uh number four okay what are thinking of pop culture currently specifically our corners of pop culture but you can define it however you want what are the good things that are happening in pop culture you think that's awful positive and well there's a corollary okay got on. but what are what are the good things out there right now
0: you're asking me Yeah, I've I've got a few, but... Uh, Why don't you start with one and we'll go back and forth and I'll try to think of something.
1: So one of the ones I was going to put out is going back to the very beginning of the sci-fi Christian where I was calling for shorter seasons and was boo-hooed and that is now just the norm.
0: It's a standard. And
1: actually, I'd take it the next step farther that variable lengths of seasons are okay, but very rarely, at least outside of the Lopez versus Lopez shows, do you see these 25-episode seasons. So I think that that's... uh, been it's just kind of the way things are now and it's good
0: you're right i remember season one we had the conversations people can go back and listen to where you proposed that this is the way we should go i think it was you were thinking similar to game of thrones because game of thrones had just started when we did season one right and we're talking network television wise there's no way they would they just can't do it and now i mean there are still shows that run for these 20 plus right. episodes but i, I kind of think people don't want that anymore i agreed, I agreed. Uh, so Yes, you're right. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like You're saying trends are have been working yeah. out?
1: Well, I mean, then you could
0: define it as loosely as as Well, something possible. I'm kind of happy that we don't cover news, like current news that much anymore, but so I haven't been able to track the ups and downs going on with Disney and Marvel, Right. And I'm still a fan of Marvel, but I can acknowledge that as they were trying to put out more and more material to fill Disney+, and theaters to some extent, but yeah, I guess definitely theaters, because they were doing one to two movies a year, and now they They were on a track to do three or four a year, plus their Disney Plus content. You could just tell the quality wasn't as good. Right. So they got new leadership, and they're cutting way back. So I think the good thing you could take away from there is that's probably going to be a lesson for others as well, just that people eventually get fed up, even if it's a a franchise people will enjoy, with low quality. So I know that you're never going to say Marvel's high quality, but it could at least be better they can, they can yeah. do better, at least.
1: I put superhero
0: fatigue down as a good thing. I think I, it's setting in. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if it, there would be superhero fatigue if there was high quality.
1: Well, possibly not. But so, I, I think Unless the fatigue there.
0: is on the, the producer's side, where right. they're just like, we can do whatever we want. Well, it's over I, I do actually think that's what happened. I think Disney thought, we can do whatever that we want, because people will go anyways, and we'll still make billions, and we don't have to work right. hard. And I think that's starting to change.
1: Well, I hope it changes to no more superheroes. Uh, Speaking of Marvel, though, so did you see the whole kerfuffle about the the opening credits for Secret Invasion?
0: Yes, I did. They were
1: done by AI, at least in part. And this is my third positive thing is that the, the public had an outcry over this. Maybe not for the reasons I would, but I considered this very positive that so far the public is holding the line against AI. Yeah,
0: give the give the two reasons. Give your reason why you think it's bad and what the public was mad about. Well, my
1: my reason is like a thirty minute rant, but it's essentially just uh, we don't need machines making art for us. Uh, the the it was unions for the general public.
0: Oh, okay. Hey, speaking of that, have you heard? Uh, again, this will be not this won't be uh, timeless for future listeners, but. We already have the writers go on strike yeah. in Hollywood, and I heard the actors might be going on strike. Is that I, true?
1: I've heard the, those rumors. Okay,
0: so that could get dicey. Yeah, and in some ways, I don't mind it at all. I mean, I want things to go well for everybody with their jobs and the money they're making. But there's so much that I I've wanted to watch that I don't have time for. Yeah. But I can, I don't mind if I get a, a little year break where there's nothing new coming out. So yeah. I can.
1: I, I've said we've had enough. I kind of want to catch up Just a little bit forever. Uh, I have one more, but did you have anything else? You know, on the spot. Keep in mind this is all on the spot. Yeah, I don't have
0: anything right now, so I'll I'll keep thinking here.
1: All right, my last one is the A24 effect. So A24 indie studio making what they've done. And I call it the effect because they're not the only ones doing it at this point. But back when we started, you know, there was kind of this increasing gap between the small, independent, zero-budget movies, yeah, you know, that would get made, and then giant blockbusters, and there was nothing in between. Well, I think A twenty four really led the way over the last decade of stepping up, uh, putting out movies in that kind of ten, twenty, thirty million dollar budget range. They've been very well received, and they've they've helped to fill a massive hole in the industry. So I think that's very positive. You
0: know, I was just thinking. I-, I was trying to imagine what it was like back in 2011 when we got started, and here we are. Here, But what may have changed? I think. When we started, we were sort of on the cusp of, or maybe in the middle of, and you can help me d- define that kind of the prestige television. Yeah. Where people were actually recognizing certain shows as very high quality. Game of Thrones, like I said, was just starting. But bef- I mean, by this point, when we started, Breaking Bad had already been out, of course, uh, Sopranos. But I feel like here we are 12 years later, and in some ways, television is the way to go for. Like even more so than movies. Like th- this year specifically right. in twenty twenty three, I've found myself catching up on more shows that I missed and watching far fewer movies. And there's a lot of great television, and I think it's all part of what started I ten agree. plus years ago, where now you have high quality actors in high quality yep. stories. Yeah. So I, and they and just to go along with what you're saying, they don't mind if they're shorter seasons or even like just uh one season miniseries of something right what, what do they call them they, uh limited like, yeah series. limited series or event series yep like you, you enjoyed beef on netflix
1: i yeah uh, well that's a bad example because season two just came out beef yeah what no bear you're, you're thinking of bear I, oh i was thinking yeah. of the bear no yeah, beef, beef was on good.
0: netflix yeah was that's that seems to be one and done season yes I don't imagine we're going to have beef season two. Beef, oh, beef two. Technically. I, Beefier. Technically, it's possible. But yeah, so I think things like that are yeah. going to be. So I feel like that's a positive change.
1: I, I completely agree.
0: All right. You ready for the next number? I'm ready. Ah, should we just jump up to 11? Or should we save 11 for last since it's kind uh, of our celebration? It's up to you. Is 11 a good one to end on?
1: I No, not necessarily. Okay, I'll that's take just 11. just the last one I thought of.
0: I'll take 11. Too. All right.
1: 11 is in the time we have been podcasting. What are, and I had mainly pop culture in mind, but what are some of the biggest disappointments pop culture-wise that have happened?
0: Hmm. Well, uh, I, you're going to just, I, everything I think of, you're going to hate me even bringing it up, but I think it's a shame that Star Wars went the way it did. I have Star Wars
1: on here for the, disappointment. Like totally. er,
0: everyone was so excited about yeah. the potential, even with Disney owning it. I'm sure that maybe, I don't know if back then you would have been hesitant around 20. 13 would you, I, you probably didn't hate not Disney as American. much
1: I, I went to Disney World in 2020 2012 and that's that's when things
0: went bad yeah so Force Awakens even though it wasn't universally loved people were still optimistic and then it went downhill from there with I, I think with for me for the shows and the movies although I know a lot of people love Mandalorian I right. think the Mandalorian is fine I haven't yeah. even watched I haven't finished the season that came out and I don't even know how long ago it ended I I'm in the middle of it and I'll get to it eventually. I have not watched Andor. No, I did watch a couple episodes of Andor, and it was I, also fun. I guess you know I, I've never been able to mention this on the show because we never talk about Star Wars. But I watched the movies, but I didn't watch all the cartoons, right? Right. And now th- things that, but they the cartoons do matter for the Star Wars story. So there is things that popped up in Mandalorian, and I I don't know for sure in Andor, but that tie into the, the, the cartoon stories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so there are big reveals. That didn't impact me at all. So actually, that's the reason I stopped watching Mandalorian. Is there was something that happened with some characters I wouldn't even go into. But you could tell there was, this was meaningful to like, Star Wars fans are all in, and to me I'm kind of a mild Star Wars fan. And so, because I just didn't get their inside right. jokes or inside knowledge, it made me feel less interested. So anyway, so I, I don't know if this is a negative or not, but be, uh, I think for Star Wars at this point, you kind of have to know all of their canon or it's not as interesting yeah. and it was already to me kind of barely interesting
1: the the biggest part of star wars that's disappointing to me is outside of the quality itself is that star wars was an event like the prequels were bad okay but like, i remember when the first trailer for phantom menace came out and people went to the theater just to yeah. see that trailer you know and then i remember going to midnight showings for all of them and it's like even though you know people were realizing, okay, the prequels aren't that great. There was still this event quality. And I think that persisted all the way up to Force Awakens. Like Force Awakens, its reputation has really taken a hit. And part of that is because of the sequels being disappointing. But part of it is that I think once the shine of the uh you know the the, the event nature came off of it, it went down a bit, but it had that for it. And you you've talked about that your first time seeing mm-hmm. it. And it's like that's part of what made Star Wars special—was looking forward to it, anticipating it. And where it's just Star Wars forever, now it's just another thing, and I hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things I have—yeah, so the Hobbit trilogy. Oh wow, yeah. that would be a, that. That happened. Um, Joss Wheaton, who we were so high on him early on, and now he just went
0: nuts. <laughs> yeah, this is a. Uh, now that you're bringing up all these things, it makes me think. Yeah, I should just look back at our episodes for season one. Right, And then I can get an idea of how, how things have changed. I'll, I'll do that right now.
1: And and then the last one I had is, I think, uh, Damon Lindelhoff continuing to do pop culture as opposed to things like Watchmen and Leftovers, which I guess are pop culture in their way. But you know what I mean. The the the, the good Damon as opposed to the bad Damon. There's still too much bad Damon out there, and it's disappointing that that's continued.
0: What is, I mean, I, I don't think you like Mrs. Davis. I, I did not at but all. But what else... I'm not even sure what else he's doing. Didn't he, point.
1: didn't he write that tomorrow land thing?
0: Yeah. But that now that's like years ago at this point. All right. Well, I mean, five, six, I've, seven years ago. This
1: is just what I came up with in a half hour between meetings this <laughs> afternoon. So
0: <laughs> I'm scanning through our season one episodes. We we're very into Batman during season one, specifically the Christopher Nolan, oh, dark Knight yeah. trilogy. I guess a good thing. We, I know that's not what this is. This is, this are, is are you going to do a good thing? Like things that have been good or well, not? Maybe we'll see.
1: Um, uh, yeah. uh, batman v superman i'd have to put in the
0: disappointment category well the whole dc that whole whole dc universe that got created yeah since we started that got created yeah Yeah. because 2013 was man of steel right so we're well into things by then we actually went to the theater Mm -hmm. was this the only time with our wives yes double date for man of steel I sat
1: in the car while we recorded afterwards (laughs)
0: and with a video
1: right we did a video and
0: a podcast yeah yeah uh i mean it I don't actually fully believe this because I did like Aquaman, but Man of Steel was almost the peak of the DC universe. I think so. It just went downhill from Wait, there. I mean, let's. Just be, I, I, I read your letterbox. Do you you also like The Flash. Oh, I did like The Flash, but I always give it the rating I originally leave the theater with. And uh, so I gave it four and a half that night. It felt th- very high. It, it is too high. I think it's probably closer to a four, but did, I, did yeah. you read the, the scenario? I got to go to an early release, like two yeah. weeks early, an early screening, free. I didn't pay for it. Um, and okay, this is something I wanted to bring up during this episode, and it feels like this is a good time. I mentioned this during uh, well, so it happened during Flash. I've, it's happened to me during Spider Man, different Spider Man movies. It's this thing where, and I know they're doing it to me, and I can't stop yeah. liking it. It's the the member berries. Yeah. So do you want to just quickly explain the concept? And then well, I'll, I'll, I
1: mean, member berries are going to show up later tonight, but yes, uh, it's just seeing things you recognize like, Oh, yes. remember Chewbacca? Remember the millennium? Or like Belka? for flash,
0: remember Michael Keaton as Batman? Yeah, exactly. Remember man of steel? Yep. And yep. so I know what they're doing to me and I still like it. And I don't know how to avoid just, that. I've, what, I've, what do you, well, do you have I've, advice about I've that? i told you,
1: you should get angry because you're being manipulated.
0: I know, but I still, it, they're doing it in such a good way. I actually like it. Like you I, what I was
1: thinking about. Like with I, you?
0: So I love Michael Keaton as Batman from 1989. So I loved seeing him here, and I know it's just that. It's not yeah. that story. It's not that they had a great story. It's that I got to see him as Batman again, and that's what I liked. Right. Like that. That spectacle. Or, of course, spoilers here for Spider-Man No Way Home. They cross over into all the different Spider-Man universes of all film history. Right. I. I, I think that was obvious from the trailers. Pretty awesome. I mean, yeah. how could you not? Like that's great. You know what
1: this is like is I remember growing up, I had a a big blue bin with all of my action figures in it, and it had you know Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and it had Batman and it had GI Joe and and whoever else I was playing with, and and when you're a kid you you dump out the big blue bin, you don't play with GI Joe, and then another time play with Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. you play with all of them together. Yeah, and that's the the level that storytelling is at. Is a child on the floor uh thinking about how cool it would be to have Batman fight a ninja Turtle? Hmm. That's the level of storytelling
0: that would be cool, <laughs> you know, and that like Marvel's next phase is all based on the multiverse idea, right? So all they're gonna do is have people showing up from these movies that people didn't even like. so I've heard, for example, Ben Affleck Daredevil is going to appear in some future Marvel movie probably uh, just as a cameo, probably, but still, it's the idea that. Remember when you saw him in, yeah. in the early two thousands? Here he is again. You know, the other part of it And is, I do think that's I do think that's cool.
1: But they're <laughs> but they're I, also doing it not just because they want to manipulate you, but they're also doing it so that they can be lazy. Because as soon as you're in a multiverse, do you have to do continuity? You do not. Mm-hmm. Does anything have to connect?
0: No, there's no more rules. You just do whatever you want. Here, here's something negative for you. It's, is, is that what eleven well, This is disappointment. Number eleven is disappointment. Marvel. Good and, it had good and bad. You liked it early on and stopped liking it uh, for various reasons. It, well, early on is in Iron Man. You like Guardians one. I remember I that. I did,
1: but that was that was like I, I was already out on Thor. I didn't like the Captain America when I first saw it. Yeah.
0: So uh, my point is, I know you didn't see Infinity War and Endgame, but they're great, and they All it's right. it's just a, it would have been a great achievement to stop there. So oh, what I would respect. I remember that. watching the credits that night. And just and I knew they've already announced other movies that are coming up. But I remember watching the credits, thinking th- they should just stop it right here. It would have been a better product overall. Yeah. So since that movie came out, we got Spider-Man: No Way Home, which I'll admit I loved, and I did enjoy Wand Division when it comes to Disney Plus series. Other than those two things, I'm just quickly scanning through my memories. I don't think I've I've liked other things, but I haven't really loved anything else that's happened. And that now we're talking about four or five years. I, I wish they had just. I know they can't do it for money, because they just they're making billions of dollars. Right. But if they had ended at Endgame, that but, would have been amazing. That tells you
1: something, though. They can't do it like that. So they're not actually doing art. Mm-hmm. They're making a business, which is not the same. You know. So there's that. All right. That's disappointments. We should keep moving. I, I love this episode.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's kind of a combination of because you and I don't get to since we're not doing news anymore. We don't get to just have. free-flowing conversations about random things so it's kind of a combination of celebration and some news and our thoughts and rants and recommendations so this is great uh all right eight
1: number eight okay pop culture trends bad how wait wasn't that what just happened no that was disappointments these feel similar, but go ahead. I one. had to come up with eleven give topics. <laughs> you can't criticize. You know how hard it was to come up with eleven uh, of these. All right, give me
0: another one. Uh, give me what you got. All
1: right. So these are these are like the the good side was. was oh, I,
0: I've got one. Okay. Things got, like shorter seasons. I think I might have one for you. Okay. Uh, the early. I think it might have passed now, but when we first started, there was a strong concentration on adapting young adult oh, books yeah. to. Yeah films and tv series and i feel like maybe that's over is it it, it feels
1: know. like it's maybe over but that was a bad trend okay uh, a current trend that i'm actually annoyed about right now is i hate full season drops i actually hate oh
0: this. i totally agree i totally 100%. totally agree well so, why do you feel that way? Well, i can tell you my reasons but well
1: a couple of things um number one i think that it is uh, lazy or it allows for laziness from the part of the writer because they understand they're dealing with the binge mentality. And Mm -hmm. so it lets you wallpaper over flaws in your structure. Whereas if you're doing the traditional episodic structure, you have to actually think about where you're leaving people.
0: You're saying basically it's just one continuous story. yeah. And rather than this episode has a three three acts and the next episode of three acts. Right. Okay.
1: it's just blah. It's just blah. Okay. Uh, number two, I don't like it as a viewer. Um, because I don't like feeling, you know, if there's something I'm looking forward to that I need to, oh, if I'm going to be involved in this and be a fan of it. I should now block out the next week just to watch it. So I mentioned The Bear earlier mm-hmm. when I thought, well, I got confused yeah. with beef. So season Very two. Very similar.
0: Four letters. <laughs> yes, the letter B is included.
1: Which I don't know if you've watched The Bear I have yes. not. It's really good. It's really fantastic. I, I actually love this show. But season two dropped all at once at the end of June, and I'm four episodes in. Not because I don't like it, I actually like it a lot, but just because, you know, I'm trying to get caught up on criterion and so I'm watching one or two episodes a week. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it that way. But I don't like now I I don't like, even though you know, I I preach against this, I don't like feeling out of the loop on it. Totally. It's it's and it's obnoxious that to feel pressure from a show that yeah. you're trying to enjoy.
0: I don't love Stranger Things, but I do watch Stranger Things. Although this most recent season I haven't watched it, and the reason is They drop it on some particular weekend by that evening or maybe the next morning. There's an article like detailing everything, and you have to kind of avoid spoilers, which I hate. So it's better for me to sort of wait a little while. Just ignore its existence. Yeah, ignore it until everyone's kind of over it, and then I can get into it. So I'm not... Because otherwise, for the next week or so after it's coming out, you're getting spoilers. So I've seen images, but I don't exactly understand context. So I still haven't got to it. I'll watch Stranger Things Season 4 eventually.
1: Yeah. Uh, another one, also with TV, we talked about this a little bit with Ted Lasso, is I hate that episode lengths have just gotten all yeah. over the place. It, it's absurd. Man,
0: you're nailing it. I agree.
1: Yeah. I mean, this. you know when this honestly started? 42
0: minutes, 22 minutes, or 21 exactly. minutes. That's what you used to do. Or
1: 30 minutes, 60 minutes. Yeah. I'm okay with that, too. And you can have five minutes on either side. Yeah. That's fine. But
0: Yeah. You know when this started? Arrested Development. Yes. Is that what you're going to say? That's exactly what I, I was going to say. I, yeah, that's what I... The Netflix season. Yes. I remember when that season started, and it was just like, this episode's 20 minutes, the next one's 47, then it's 53, and it's like, yep. what's happening?
1: Yep. I, I'm actually getting nervous right now, because Righteous Gemstones season three is on, which... <laughs> You should watch Righteous Gemstones.
0: Oh, you should have put that on your recommendations. All right.
1: Well, here it is. Okay. Uh, well, those are supposed to be classic recommendations. Yeah. It's it's basically Succession, but at a mega church <laughs> and as a comedy. So it's it's been good. So the season's been good so far, but the episode links are creeping up. It makes me nervous. It's like you're a year of sitcom. You don't need hour long sitcom episodes. Yeah. So just stop it. It drives me nuts.
0: Did you ever finish Arrested Development? No, I watched that Netflix return season, and I think there were one or two other seasons yeah, I, never I never got w- to. Same. They remixed because people didn't really like that season four. Right. They reordered it to make it more traditional, and I ne- I also didn't watch that, but I heard, or I think I noticed that that remix version was the only version available for a while. You could not even watch uh, their original messed up version. Well,
1: well, there's a trend I don't like: is streaming services editing stuff. Oh, tell me more. Well, either what you just talked about like where here's this version available, here's that version available. Or, you know, like uh, with Community, you can't watch the Dungeons & Dragons Mm -hmm. episode because he's a dark elf in it, but it looks too much like blackface, and so we have that. So okay, I don't love the trigger warnings or content warnings, but whatever. That's a reasonable compromise. But just taking stuff off and then not announcing it, I really, really dislike. The other thing I I read about is that, um, and Criterion had this playing on their site was an edited version of the French Connection that edits out the N-word. It's like, oh, oh, you want more N-word? No, I want uh, the character to use the language that William Friedkin meant for him to use that tells you about who he is. It's important to the character development in the movie and you don't just get to arbitrarily chop stuff out. And so uh, streaming has enabled stealth censorship as well as just taking things on, taking them off garbage all around
0: yeah I would think if something is created by Netflix if I w- want to take my time getting to it then I shouldn't have to worry that they're gonna decide to take it off but that is what's happening now yes. Netflix originals uh, max originals yep. nothing is safe uh, I know they answer to this question but I'm still gonna propose it to you so I know for audiobooks you don't you you listen to it at one speed not 1.5 not 1.75 you it's a to you it's an piece of art and you it's a performance yeah, yeah you shouldn't mess with that you've probably noticed that on netflix you can now watch things oh, at 1.5 <laughs> i have not noticed that i hate but oh, you didn't know that no i don't think it's on i from what i can tell i don't know how to do it exactly on the tv but if i'm watching something on my phone you can very easily click to watch that 1.5 oh, I, I
1: despise that
0: just okay. don't do that everyone
1: uh and then the last one uh, so we we talked about a couple of things member berries and Setups for setups for setups in the cinematic universe. So we won't believe yeah. those. But the last I one, think I think that's had, fair
0: though. That last one, we didn't really go on about. Like, I still, I want a movie to be good by itself, yes. and not have. I can't remember what movie it was. I think it was Age of Ultron. They set up Thor doing something. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, but yeah in the I, bath, and it never that doesn't pay off in that movie. And and then maybe if I, I don't even think it really ever pays off fully because somebody no. changes their mind. So there's these random scenes that are supposed to be setting things up but maybe never do, and. Yeah. Why, yeah, you should just let your movie be its own story. Uh, it's hard to complain though, because I know that they're they're coming like specifically Marvel Cinematic Universe is coming from the comic books, which is all based upon it's growing never complain. you know it's a never ending story in comic books. It just it's not a never ending story in film, I, or shouldn't it shouldn't be. I agree. All right, keep going.
1: Uh, but my last negative trend right now, things are too dark. Cinematography hmm. has gotten noticeably darker, so this is a big problem in the last season of Game of Thrones was a huge problem in House of the Dragon. But I'll tell you, and I even noticed watching uh, Mission Impossible Fallen last night, that it's a problem there. Cinematography is just getting darker and darker, but it's even worse than that because one of my favorite movies, Heat, I love Heat. Like, Heat just, it makes me so happy. I, I adore that movie so much. And the uh, it just came out on 4k this year and i bought the 4k and i'm watching it and i had to adjust the settings on my projector because michael mann went back and made his film darker for the 4k release really? why would he i don't know so i might actually never watch the 4k ad- again and just watch the remastered blu-ray instead because you can actually see what's happening in it it drove me nuts it drives me absolutely nuts it's okay for people to see your movie or your show no more
0: Wow. People didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that's an interesting one. All right. Um, All right. So that was number eight. All right, let's see. I'm just going to go all the way to number one.
1: Number one. We're going to have almost all sci-fi Christian-centered ones at the end
0: because... (laughs) I'm I'm jumping around. You're just hitting hitting the, the pop
1: culture ones. Who are the best creators
0: working today? Christopher Nolan comes to mind. Although I'm not pumped about Oppenheimer. I know you're oh. excited for. I know. So
1: what what aren't you excited about for Oppenheimer? Uh, like, I, I, so you're just not like Germans.
0: I'll just have to be honest and just give it to you straight because you know we we think differently about things. Uh, I didn't before I knew anything about Interstellar. You kind of hear space travel, maybe time travel, maybe par- parallel universe. There was a, a hook there. Inception, of course, there's a dream hook. Um, trying to think, what was it, what came out after that? Anyways, there seemed to be some sort of kind of sci-fi hook I probably could get on board with. Yeah. I don't necessarily, I, again, don't, I, I don't want to be judged for this, but I'll just be honest. I think maybe that is just a historical drama doesn't really, it's not enticing me. I'll it's not, see not it. Not that into history. I think I will rent it or, or not rent it. I'll watch it on HBO Max or wherever it is. Oh,
1: man. I, I can't wait for it.
0: Yeah. So I
1: think it's going to be fantastic. I didn't have Christopher Nolan on my list. And the reason is uh, Tenet is oh, Tenet. hot
0: garbage. Right. So, Again, time travel, although that ends up not being the greatest movie, there's a hook there that I would be interested in. Okay. Yeah. Uh so, Din- Denis Villeneuve. Yep. For Dune. I
1: agree. Uh just fan and even before Dune, you know, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Uh I almost called it Visitors Arrival. <laughs> I don't know. Visitors would be a funny movie. Uh Prisoners
0: fantastic. That's what V for, you know, in the, the alien movie. Oh, does that was it does. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh Bong Jun ho, who did uh, Parasite. I think it's it's fantastic. I'm gonna put David Lynch in there still. Oh, I thought but, you were
0: gonna say Damon Lindelof. Uh, well, you know what? I'll yeah, put good Damon yeah, in I'll there. Yeah, I will put Damon on there.
1: Uh, Robert Eggers, who did The Northman, The Witch. Uh, he's uh, The Lighthouse, which I've watched The Lighthouse so many times now. I don't rewatch movies all that often, but I've watched The Lighthouse a lot. Hmm. I just that that movie's amazing.
0: I'm trying to think of right now creators I'm really. I'm bored with. I don't know if there's somebody that I seek out like I used to. Yeah, but can you think of somebody who I often talk about?
1: I don't know. You know, Tom Cruise. You like like Tom Cruise, The Rock.
0: Yeah, but those are actors. actors. Yeah.
1: You know, maybe is that an indication that uh, individual voices, at least at the blockbuster level, are receding, and it's just all about the franchise now?
0: Yeah, Marvel doesn't really care who their directors are. No. They'll mix and match them, even exactly. Like, yeah.
1: So, mm. yeah, that's, that's kind of a depressing thought. Okay, uh, I think even though I'm not going to see the Barbie movie, Greta Gerwig, who did uh, uh, Lady Bird, is is really and talented. Little Women. Yeah, she's she's written a bunch of movies that are good. I just read, I only saw the uh, the headline, so this might be completely untrue. But I'm going to say it. Breaking news here: uh, she's directing Chronicles of Narnia.
0: Yeah, I that is news this week. Not, but it's not confirmed.
1: Okay. So I think she's super talented. Uh, Terrence Malick, of course, Tree of Life,
0: his Jesus movie coming
1: up is is exciting. Terrence
0: Malick may be somebody I'd seek out. Yeah.
1: Um, Ari Aster did Hereditary and uh, Midsummer.
0: You've got me thinking about how the blockbusters, I'm thinking specifically Marvel. They don't, there's, yeah, it's about the franchise, not the creator. Yeah. Like Christopher Nolan's last time there was a creator that was behind the superhero movies that we really cared about probably it's true
1: well, i mean they kind of let Zack snyder do that for a while but even like what james gunn is doing he's now more the overseer mm-hmm. of it it's you know and i i don't know that james gunn is all yeah, that great this is really interesting
0: there used to be directors i would see their stuff and now i for whatever reason i can't think of somebody right now who is like oh they're making a movie i'm definitely gonna see it oh you know who i kind of like uh although i, I can't say I, i've seen everything um <sighs> who did baby driver edgar wright
1: edgar wright yeah yeah
0: i seem to like his things
1: i feel like he's kind of gone off a little bit
0: i didn't see the most recent one Yeah, last yeah. night in hotel. soho was uh, it a hotel
1: no last night in soho <laughs> okay
0: i think yeah. it was called the hotel i haven't seen that one <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right all right what, what next number or next number two number two uh this is the the advertisement break Uh, what are the great things that we have happening on Patreon?
0: Oh, I love advertising Patreon. (laughs) So do I. Well, we just finished Dune, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show.
1: Yeah, so not just... I mean, we did the original deep dive on Dune here on the
0: main feed. We've done the whole
1: Frank Herbert series. Oh,
0: we watched... Sorry, we read Dune five more... or No, almost 10 years ago. Or did we do the deep dive on Patreon? It was all on Patreon. Okay, so
1: if you want to go through... The entire Frank Herbert Dune,
0: chapter by chapter. Yeah. It's fantastic. Six books. Six books by, yes, you're right. Six books by Frank Herbert, and we just started the books by his son, although we're just doing the two that connect to the main series. Right. So that's what we just ended. So I kind of wanted to talk to you on the extra feed. What do you see being the next big focus? I have some ideas of things I'd like to kind of get back to. but For
1: for deep dives specifically?
0: Yeah. Uh, that's another topic. Okay. Well, let me tell you some things I'd like to return to, and we can see how it all goes.
1: Because we do a lot on the Extra Feed Beyond Just Deep Dives. you are like, that sounds awful. We have a
0: weight loss exercise podcast. We, we do extra cookie Christmas episodes there. Extra uh, just, I'm looking at my own tags. So we've got, uh taboo topics over on the Uncensored feed. Yeah, Do we have want- a whole Uncensored feed that's fantastic. Just uh, talk a little bit about what taboo topics well, is. Well,
1: taboo topics are sometimes, you know, I want to yell about something, but don't necessarily want it publicly available on the <laughs> internet, so it's a little more taboo. Now, now just to to clear up anybody, it's not like I'm uh, you know i'm not there like, oh you know hitler had some good ideas and here they are that's that's not the type of taboo topics we're talking about but i i gave some pandemic opinions yeah at, at one point on there those you gave some advice doozy. about
0: about uh, the the medical community and right. prescription medicine right here's another one we i we used to do quite a bit of it and we haven't done for a while it's in the bible
1: oh yeah those are great we've right. got to
0: bring back it's in the bible right. not that we're done with it. why
1: why is that on the uncensored feed well have you read the bible <laughs> There's some dicey stuff in there. Uh, Uh, A lot on circumcision.
0: Here's something for the extra feed. We were, and we only made it three books in, but we were going through the Deuterocanonical books in the Catholic Bible. Right. You know, listeners. We get back to that. You probably remember. I'm a Protestant. Ben's a Catholic. So we're just talking it out over there. And yeah, we only did three. And I think we're on, I can't remember what it's called, but the wisdom books or is it called? Do you know what it's called? The uh, Book of Wisdom? Yeah, The Book of Wisdom. That's what we're on, I think. So that's next. So we've done three already. Judith, I think I loved. Right. Can't remember the other ones. Yeah. Do you remember well, what we covered there?
1: I, I think we – well, didn't
0: we do the additions to Esther? Yes, we did. Um, Tobit. You've got a, a recent thing, Midwit of the Month. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> so that's where I
1: just highlight somebody who's not, not operating at their fullest potential.
0: All right, so uh, we have other... You, we have our book poster. Oh, my gosh. How could I forget We're the book poster? We're going through 100 essential novels Which according our, to do a poster uh, yeah. that Ben got off of Amazon. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> so, we've had some. We found some really good stuff on that. Yes.
0: I want to say there's been hits and misses, but there's mostly hits. Yeah, I, I think Limited that's right. Limited misses.
1: Well, I think the most recent hit was... Uh, well, you, we did, you liked One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah. Nest, but I think the one we, we both loved was The Heart of the Matter by Graham Greene. Oh, love that book. It was a fantastic book. Life and opinions of Tristram shandy mm-hmm. uh, so we've we've read some great books and then uh, you know not to bury the lead. But, of course, there's the Kwai Guys podcast.
0: How can we forget that? It's
1: was a well, one episode. So, no, two, Connie, episodes, two episodes. Two episodes.
0: So a uh, episode, uh, podcast completely deg- devoted to uh, the bridge on the river Kwai and bridges and rivers.
1: Right. So we, I think we did our favorite bridges.
0: Yeah. Episode one was our favorite bridges. And episode two was our favorite rivers. <laughs> oh, that's... And I think... I, this is what I think we should right. do. I'm not kidding. I think we should rewatch Bridge on the River Kwai because I'm interested. It's in, always a great idea. And then maybe episode three is just... Let's just revisit this. We, 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 we re- could read the book. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So I think
1: Yeah, we we don't want to combine too much into one. <laughs> do, yeah, we have
0: to spread this out. <laughs> we talked about doing an episode on uh top five Jeff Bridges movies. Yeah. So I mean things like that. Top That's five Joan Rivers <laughs> appearances. Uh Skinny Fat Christian. Yeah. Talk about the skinny fat crossover. So this
1: is our, our started out as a diet episode. People on the main feed might not realize that we both lost a crap ton of weight in the last year. Yeah, and last year
0: Ben, encouraged i lost
1: seventy five pounds since the start of twenty twenty two.
0: Yeah, you you you've lost more. I think I'm only at thirty.
1: But you uh, had less to lose, and. Uh, now, now we're running the Twin Cities Marathon in October, so we're talking about our training. We've talked about lots of good tips. It's kind of a mutual encouragement. Uh, listeners write in, talk about what they're doing, whether yeah, so to lose weight or exercise.
0: It's great. We just started that episode or that podcast last year, and we're already at tonight. Well, tonight's episode was episode forty. Yeah. So that, yeah, we, I mean that's been kind of our go-to because last year, like Ben said, it was about more watching what we're eating and counting calories, and then it transitioned into. Uh, some weightlifting about mostly exercising in preparation for a marathon. So lots of great stuff. I think next year, you said when we did episode 40, what will next year be? I want to go more heavy into strength training. All right. So, yeah, so there's a lot of things happening there. Don't, you know, how could we forget Stuff Ben Doesn't Like, (sighs) a podcast by me and whoever I bring on. Right. Oh, I started a new podcast too. I'll talk about that in a second. So uh, Stuff Ben Doesn't Like was where I was talking about Marvel. But to be honest, I haven't done that one for a while. Although I could, this is something I could bring back. I have a friend who agrees with me about the sports conspiracy? Remember, I told you how I feel like all professional sports are fake? Oh, okay. And I had this, I was watching the, the XFL championship game with two friends, and one of those friends started talking about how sports are fake. And I was like, I need to get you on my show to talk more about this. So, all right. Uh, yeah, but unfortunately, the last episode of Stuff Ben Doesn't Like came out in May 2022. <sighs> so it's been a year. Uh, I just started Draw the Line. There's a new podcast about. Right. Where, where my wife and I are, are hosting it and it's about we need to save money for various reasons that we mentioned on the show like our spending we just want to get our spending under control so we've drawn the line on our spending and uh, want to do better at savings so we're doing episodes now on things that are happening in our life related to that draw the line, brand new podcast episode 2 coming in the next 5 days a little bit, yeah I'll say 5 days, So that might be an exaggeration
1: Entry level at Patreon is three dollars a month. If You want the uncensored? It's seven dollars a month. You want the uncensored? I mean, we
0: technically still have the five dollars sports feed, although we kind of retired it. Yeah. So we do still have our back episodes. You can always go back and listen to all the episodes we had. We've done over the course of since we started this five years ago. We had a football podcast, a basketball podcast, a hockey podcast, <laughs> a baseball <laughs> podcast, and I think that's it. And we we stopped that right for right. now.
1: For now, but. You know, Patreon's whatever we want to do. It's all good stuff.
0: I love it. I love Patreon. So go to patreon.com forward slash sci-fi Christian. And you can, And like I said at the beginning, if you want to support us, that's the best way. Because then you get something for it. I love it. All right, Ben. Number nine.
1: Number nine. What are some renounced opinions you have that you've renounced since you started the show? Okay. So here's where I'll, I'll start. Because this came up for the the sci-fi creators gone bad. In the time loop you did, we discovered that I had listed Frank Herbert as a sci-fi creator. God, And I would like to publicly disavow that opinion. So I was totally wrong, totally wrong.
0: So you became a Catholic since we started recording. Yeah,
1: so I guess Protestant is.
0: Yes, (laughs) but that's how I was going to say. What I was going to bring up is how we've talked about this on the show before. But I'm something I appreciate about Catholicism is they're open to the mystery. Whereas if two. Groups in in a Protestant church disagree about some minor thing in their theology. All of a sudden, now we've got two denominations rather than the one they started from. So I guess something that I've changed on is maybe I hold my, in quotes, beliefs. Like, I'm not talking about core beliefs. talking about some of the peripheral things. Maybe less tightly in the sense of I'm more open to the mystery. There you go. Because I I just don't want to separate. I don't want to break a relationship over something that's not core Christian value.
1: Okay. I agree. There you go. Uh, mine were all pop culture, so okay. nothing that deep. Uh, at the you know when we first started doing the show, I was not a fan of James Bond. Oh, at all. Yeah. In fact, when I remember when Skyfall first came out, I was very lukewarm on it. Okay. And now I love it. Yeah. So I, I, I I renounced my former dismissal of James Bond.
0: I'll go the other way. When we started the show, a topic in sci-fi that I would just go see automatically because of this topic was parallel universe. And now it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's, disgusting. it's done poorly a lot. Yeah. So, uh, didn't like, you
1: just get done saying that they can essentially get you I'm by talking doing about,
0: that. Yeah. When you think of like the Flash again, we'll right. go back to that example. Yeah, bringing back actors I like. That's sort of that's a good hook. But if it's just a uh, independent film, I'm not trying to pick on independent films, but just I've watched a lot of independent films with right. parallel universe as the theme. All of a sudden, you're like, huh, this is not that good actually. Right. So I don't. I mean, there probably was a time where I would just watch it automatically because it was parallel universe. And now I'm a little bit more picky, I guess I'll say, about multiverse. And yeah. I also just kind of am annoyed that everybody likes it because it kind of like everybody used to like time travel. But not everybody used to love multiverse. And now right. everybody I mean, loves was your thing. It was kind of my thing. <laughs> like not, like I liked sliders, which is uh, in the, a TV show in the 90s that kind of got me into that the whole idea. Now everybody likes that kind of thing. Yeah. So I feel, I think I feel less into it because everybody loves it.
1: I completely agree. And then the last Oh, you know I what have. else
0: I'm less into? What? Lost. I like Lost. Right. Sorry, are,
1: are you saying here on this topic of renounced opinions that you, you are prepared to renounce the TV show Lost? Well, I
0: still would. I mean, I guess I still say it's my favorite show, but I haven't watched it in almost 10 years. I haven't watched a single episode in almost like, 10 years. You watched years.
1: it shortly after you and Des got married.
0: Right. We're about to hit our 10th anniversary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So... Like that was the last time I watched it. Was the time with her, I imagine. I've said this before, I think, but I imagine I'll watch it with my kids someday. But yeah, I, I. So I still like Lost, but I don't think about it all the time. Like this year, I almost missed the anniversary of its last episode. <laughs>
1: well, that would have been a, the only. Been a
0: why, the only reason I remember is I have uh, a couple friends, a group of friends from church that got married on the day of the finale of Lost, oh. and I was in the wedding. So whenever their anniversary comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, and the last episode of Lost. Uh, so that's sort of how I remember. Otherwise, I think I would forget. Was that a stressful day for you? Do not know this story. Uh, this was. I, I think
1: I probably did at one point.
0: This was. This was really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I just flash back to 2010. Right. I am all in on Very, Lost. Variant. It's the final season. I've started before the ever Christian. I started a YouTube channel where I was breaking the down Lost episodes. report with Matt Anderson. That's right, the Lost report. I would preview the episodes and then do an instant reaction and then right. a couple of days later a more thought through reaction right and i actually had a, a fairly good following for a youtube channel yeah uh and so here we get to the final episode
1: that is the first podcast type thing we did
0: yeah together, together yes. yeah yeah because you were a guest on the Lost report so my friends get married i'm um, i'm one of the groomsmen and their wedding day is Yikes. the sunday of the finale of Lost. pretty selfish of them and i i I mean, there was never a time where I was not going to go to that wedding. Right. But I was really thinking through. Oh, you know what? I just remembered their wedding was in the afternoon and the evening was sort of like the after party thing. Like right, the reception. And I was thinking, how can I get out of leave it? Leave that part so yeah. I can still. And in the end, I chose to go to the party and miss Lost. I, I taped it on VHS. Isn't right. that funny? That's how I watched yeah. it. I watched the family on VHS. Um, but that, yes, that's how big of a deal Lost was to me.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and uh, let's be honest, wedding receptions go way too long anyway. I actually hate wedding receptions. I just
0: remember thinking it's more important to be committed to this relationship than to a show that's about to end. And uh, even if I loved it and I've been committed to it for years, like this friendship was going to go on and Lost uh, was you, not do good. Do you
1: still know these people? Yeah. Okay. That would have yeah. been funny if you did <laughs> <laughs> If your If your DVDs of Lost survived longer <laughs> than that friendship. All right. On uh, My last one which I think applies to both of us, is early on in the sci-fi Christian, we watched 2001 for the first time and live blogged oh, it yeah. and made fun of it. Yes. And now it's my favorite movie.
0: And I I love it. Yeah. I haven't rewatched it the way you have. I think I've seen it, but I have seen it a lot for a movie that I don't, seen it a I'm not times. in love with. I think yeah. I've seen it three or four times.
1: So there you go. All yeah. right. Uh, we don't have that many left. No, number three. Number three. What are your predictions for the sci-fi Christian in the future.
0: Okay, this is one I did think through because this is one of your ideas that you sent to me. And I, so you're very anti-AI right now. Yes. I just don't see how it becomes, I'm saying AI, or some, I, we don't, we can't exactly guess what services will be, become available to people regularly because of AI, but in the way that we now will Google something, everyone just uses Google. Right. I'm imagining AI will become a part of our day to day. I. I don't know this for sure, like how that would look. Sci-fi Christian prediction. So what I'm thinking is, I wonder how I think the show will change based Uh-oh. on what's available to us through the power of AI.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: But but you're very against AI, so what do you I think was, about that?
1: Maybe the, the show is just me angry in a <laughs> cabin in the wilderness. Do
0: you know what I? Re- oh, okay. I, I know you're against AI, but let me just say this: I'm I'm interested in how could I load episodes into some sort of generator and then produce us talking with our voices without us actually doing the episode. I, I
1: hate everything about that idea.
0: I just think it, it... I mean, that technology exists for someone, but I don't know if it exists for All me.
1: Right. I, I think that's... You sound a little AI curious.
0: I Listen, I am. I, I haven't... I, I'm i going to be totally forward with this. I don't know if we've talked about this as much here as we have on the extra feed, but because you're so against AI, yeah. I have not use chat GPT because of you i'm good just, i'm I, i'll be honest that you've influenced me in that like just you've made me more cautious but when i hear how my peers are using it and some friends who use it daily for their work that makes their lives easier i i can't see why i haven't used it like i i want to sign up and use it right now
1: oh my goodness <laughs> like
0: not loving the show i'm saying i want to start just playing with it and seeing what kind of what can I get from the prompts that I put out there? So, I mean, do you want to? I mean, I don't. I don't see how I'm not going to use it soon. So, this is your chance. And, and this
1: is your confession. Well, no, I, I think I've said what I have to say about AI, but I am adamantly against <laughs> using it to record episodes of the show. No, I don't. I do not, not consent ex- for AI to
0: reproduce <laughs> me. <laughs> I just. I think it'd be funny if I could produce an episode and put it out there and see if people can realize that that was not us.
1: I think they they probably could. Not if I uh, make you
0: mad enough. Terrible idea. It's a well, terrible idea. So if I want to just use chat GPT just to play with and see what kind of, like, I'm, I'm thinking how can I use it for work and make my work right. life easier? Like, do, you do have a problem with that. Yes. Just... Give it to me straight. I'm probably well, going no, to no, do it
1: because it's going to derail the whole episode if we go down that. <sighs> road. Can
0: we have an episode next week about it? Yeah, we can. I'll, I'll a, hold off for another okay. week because I had a. I, I'm
1: not going to convince you though. Like, you're an adult. You'd make your appearance, but it's in my mind it is one of the premier moral issues of our time. I
0: just I, because I feel so close to just pulling the trigger, I want to have one last conversation with you where I'm still All pure right. in I'll, this I'll area. I'll be here,
1: Jiminy. Cricket yes.
0: next week, All right.
1: but yeah, it is the it is a bad. But if we go down that now, it's going to derail the All whole right. episode. So,
0: how about you? What do you see for the future of the podcast?
1: Um, well, now I'm just thinking about AI. No, I think that uh, I think that one of the fun things about the podcast is we never know quite how it's going to develop. So, I think that my prediction is it will remain. Consistent with the types of general types of things we'll talk about, but it will be inconsistent in that we will have new topics, new series, things will drop out. You know, we love Kooky Christmas, but we won't love Kooky Christmas forever. There'll come a Christmas where we just don't
0: do it. Some year we're going to forget the sci fi Christian canon exists. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We'll we'll have to bring that back because it may now have been two years since I last did that.
1: Maybe we don't bring it back. So I, I like that so much of the show is about what we're interested in thinking about now and i i want to see that continue
0: yes i have wondered sometimes when will we get to the end of what we have to say i mean you've said that that's when you would want to yeah. quit but i don't see us there yet yeah not yet and because the world's changing with ai i mean we just never know what uh like what will we need to be a voice on that's <laughs> like you true. have a you have a different voice than most people who are just all in like i feel I'm so tempted, and I'm only holding back because you think it's bad.
1: Well, you—you're an adult. You do whatever you want. I mean, I'm probably going to use it. I'm just you saying you shouldn't do it. You've but... made
0: me overly cautious, but probably in a good way. Yeah. So that's why I want to have this last episode. But all right.
1: Maybe you should go re-listen to my original rants from last fall and see if there's anything else that I have to say because I think I just would repeat everything I said.
0: Yeah. Maybe you're right. I think I might be convinced already. Yeah,
1: well,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry do? so someday you're gonna see an episode post and you're gonna be like I never did this episode and, I, and I'm gonna say guess what that's a terrible I, idea. I made you up <laughs> that
1: AI can never reproduce me
0: all right and I would I in so listeners if you ever hear an episode that I eventually reveal as AI I will have asked Ben first all right which would might be a no from you then yeah it would be a no yeah I won't put you out there for, without asking maybe I'll be dead. Yeah, oh, maybe if you die, I just won't tell people. It's true.
1: <laughs> it's true. The few people who listen and know me in real life. Yeah. Wait a wow, second. Wow, he's so
0: friendly. All right, should we move on? Let's move on. So the future, I, do I have anything else I want to add? I, I I guess I'd like to see, I don't know how to put this exactly, but I'm just going to say it and we'll try to talk it out. You've made me realize, just like these other things you brought up where at first I was sort of against it and then I came up, uh, on board. Right. You were always pretty much always against us reading feedback on the show. Yes. And I fought you on that for a long time and eventually gave in. And now, when I hear feedback on other podcasts I listen to, it. I understand it's not as fun to listen to as the main host. But I, I still would like to figure out how can we make this community more uh, engaging is not the right word, but something I want to have a dialogue with the community. Like, I want the listeners to be able to have a dialogue with us oh. without me. Reading their email on the air. What do you think about that?
1: All right. I think this is more of a monologue.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just I I I engagement. I just want to be yeah, engaged. No, I understand. Yeah.
1: Engagement's fun, no, but I,
0: I want them to be engaged too. All right. Yeah. We'll think about that. I don't know. All right. Let's go to okay, we have three left. Let's go to seven.
1: Uh seven. What are some future deep dives
0: that, that we should do? We know this already.
1: Uh, we know some ones that we're going to do. Go ahead and just talk about what we're going so to do. Next one up is The Iliad and and The Odyssey. And I'm actually excited for those. I think those ones are going to feel a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Um, probably after that, we've talked about doing Dostoevsky, mm-hmm. you know, maybe Brothers Karamazov or Crime and Punishment, something like that. But then I was trying to think of like what are some, you know, because Dune is more recent, like not that I want to do fewer of the classics, but... Uh, the, the one author who came to mind that could be interesting to do is Cormac McCarthy. Hmm. I think he's a, a really thoughtful writer. Oh. So like, what's the
0: road one called? The Road? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a deep yeah. dive on the road only? Yeah, yeah, so not yeah. necessarily a series, just right, like an right. individual book? Yeah. I've been enjoying a couple of series that you've recommended to me, the and Ascend series and uh, what's, a, what's the one with a oh, three-body problem? But I don't know if those are deep dives. Right.
1: I think what made Dune work is that um, frank you know, herbert had so frank, much to say exactly. that wasn't just plot. very philosophical
0: right so yeah, i'm trying to think of books that even though i love certain series you've recommended what has more to it
1: yeah yeah it's it's hard to say you no know, infinite just infinite because just. i've been wanting
0: to do it yeah and you know what doing it in sections would make it easier to uh, like easier bite to take out of it rather That's than true. i see this gigantic thing because yeah. i i currently have from audible the footnotes and the main book because we right. recommended it that way. So I, it's like I eighty guess, hours altogether. Yeah, Infinite Jest. That could that could be good. And it's on the book poster. It is.
1: Uh, we also did over on the the Patreon feed. We did a deep dive on Apocalypse Now.
0: Yep. So I wonder. The movie. If,
1: yeah, the movie. So I don't know if more people films. thought that was successful or not, but we could try and refine that and do some deep dives yeah, on more movies. more
0: Because we did two two weeks on that. I think we did. Yeah back to the future of course uh,
1: of course maybe that's how you rewatch lost deep dive on no that's a terrible you know idea. what uh,
0: okay so i've talked to you about this before i don't know if this is a deep dive episode but i loved severance uh a yeah? apple tv show apple tv apple plus right whatever they call it uh i did want to do uh episode by episode like we've now seen the whole series so far in preparation for season two let's really break down what's happening but is it too early because we're only one season in like, would I that think be better after a, yeah, the fact? I think
1: that, that probably is too early. But in my mind... Is there like, a
0: shorter show that we could do?
1: Probably. I mean, the the the, the purpose of deep dives as we do them uh, isn't just breaking down at the atomic level. Yeah. It's there's got to be something to sink your teeth into. You know, Dune has so much philosophy in it and so much to talk about and think about and there's, there's, quotes to pull out,
0: all of that. There's two shows I've been wanting to rewatch. Would either of these work for you? I've been wanting to rewatch Breaking Bad. I've been wanting to rewatch Battlestar Galactica.
1: I mean, the problem is, like, what's the right level to take? Mm-hmm. Take it at like that's still even Breaking Bad. That's like
0: sixty episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do we? Because for Dune, we we're just splitting it off into like maybe three or four chapters right, at a time. Right.
1: Right. So I don't know. We can think about it. Okay.
0: Is it the or, next number now or something the else?
1: Next number. All right. Ten. Number 10, what are some oversights in your book reading, film oh, viewing that you'd you'd like to remedy at some point?
0: I actually have a list of this, so I'll load that while you give yours. So I, I had three that
1: I wrote down, two of which are just, uh, there's probably more, but again, this was half hour between meetings this afternoon. So two are, are classics and one a more recent. So one, I don't even know what this is about, but Cinema Paradiso is one of those movies I see uh, come up a lot and... I've never seen it, but it shows up on a lot of best of lists. And so I'd like to see that. Similarly, The Sting, which I also don't know what that's about, but it also comes up a lot. So I think both of those I'd like to see. I, I wouldn't, you know, The Sting's one best picture. Uh, it would be kind of fun to watch all the best picture winners at some hmm, point. But I also yeah. feel like that could get horrible because there's been a lot of bad movies that have won. And then the last one I had is uh, much more recent. I want to watch the John Wick series.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, you'd said something that sparked my memory about the Criterion Collection, which are almost through. So, just as a teaser for the future, I don't know if this will be on Patreon or here, but Ben is about to finish the, watching all 1,000.
1: It's it's almost at 1,200.
0: So, 1,200 movies that are all in the Criterion Collection, and he's going to give us some sort of ranking. I don't know if it'll be the full ranking. <laughs> <One> <laughs> like that, 1200. Maybe, I, I mean, I think you could do 100, the uh, 100 best maybe. movies or so, something. So, we're going to do some sort of. I don't want to say deep dive, but some sort of examination of the Criterion Collection. Right. And, and then Ben will give us... I will be caught up by the
1: end of August at the latest.
0: Another thing that we once brought up is... Uh, shoot, how did we... Now I can't remember the idea. You were going to kind of formulate your favorite movies, at some, I've, like just in general. Uh, oh. And uh, we should maybe come back to that. We had an, uh, we had sort of a hook with that rather than just your favorite movies list. All right, here's, a, here's some things I haven't read that I, I thought I would like to read. For whom the bell tolls by Ernest Hemingway. I I love that book. Uh, I've been really into Isaac Asimov, but I only because I've mostly read Foundation related things. So I thought I'd explore some of his other uh, other titles. I think you recommended this to me. Nope, never mind. That's not right. Uh, I've been interested in reading Station Eleven, and I also know there's a miniseries on Max. Do you know anything about Station Eleven?
1: Uh, no, and I refuse to call it Max.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, you. This one has to be from you. Stephen King's book called Desperation. Would you have recommended that to me? Maybe a long time ago. Because you used to be pretty into Stephen King and now not as much, right? Right. That's changed from the beginning of the yeah. show.
1: I, I, I'm i not ready to renounce him.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. All right, here we go. Just some books that probably have been recommended by you. or Okay. I mean, this that's my guess. And then there were none by... Agatha Christie. Yeah. Just don't
1: read the original title.
0: Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. Yep, that's great. Ursula K. Le Guin, The Lathe of Heaven. Yep. Did you recommend the original I Am Legend? I've never read that.
1: Yeah, I I love that book.
0: Would you have recommended The Fountainhead
1: to me? Yeah, maybe. I I mean,
0: I have a list on Goodreads that's all want-to-reads, and I mostly just add those when we're talking. Great Expectations by Charles Dickens.
1: Have you ever read any Dickens?
0: Yes, but what? Christmas Carol, Yeah, Christmas probably. Carol, and I think that chimes something. That- we
1: could start a Charles Dickens podcast called What the Dickens? I, I like that idea. Uh, See, this is how Patreon. Oh, <laughs> yeah. How did you come up with all those Patreon podcasts?
0: Here's something. This is funny. You recommended a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar series about Sherlock, but about the m- Mycroft. Mycroft. Yeah. Do you still like those?
1: I, I've only read the first one. I have the second one on Audible. It was all right. I don't know how strongly I recommended it. See I feel like all my recommendations are in one big bucket.
0: I get it. I got some Neil Stevenson here I won't go over, but I mean i these are all just things you would have at some point said. So okay, now let me look at some movies. I'll stop there. There might be more, but I'll look at some movies that you've recommended to me. Uh Sanjuro. Is that the that's the sequel to Yojimbo. Okay. Uh let's take a look here. I've got a few other samurai movies like Hirakira harakiri harakiri yeah tell me about that
1: yeah that's fantastic so harakiri is uh ritual suicide for j- japanese samurai
0: i watched and drive in the year 2001 and haven't seen it since and you've talked i love it yeah you've talked about it so in such positive uh words i'm not saying that right but you know what i'm saying i felt like that maybe that deserves a rewatch now that's 22 years later right it's fantastic Tunes of Glory. That's on my list. Oh, yeah. That's Alec Guinness. I I, think you'd like that. That might actually be my things I'm doing by uh, 1150. So maybe I should stop reading that list. Uh, Let's take a look here. Maybe I should stop this. Now I'm just reading a a list of movies that you've recommended. Is that what you're you're going for? Not necessarily, but it works. I'll do one more. Summertime by... David Lean. Yep. Yep. All right, that's my... I'll stop there. I like it. No, here we go. One more. I don't really like anime. Yeah. But multiple people have recommended Spirited Away to me. Have you it's, seen this?
1: It's all right. I don't love anime either. You know, I uh I think that you probably put all those David Lean movies on because then we could do a series called Leaning into David Lean. I like that idea too. Uh I mean, uh I think I've seen almost everything he's done. I think he has a few minor movies um around the time he was doing the Dickens adaptations I haven't seen, but I've I've seen most of them.
0: The fun never stops with these like, like different series that we can come up with. All right, I'm ready, Ben, for the last category, which is my favorite number, number five.
1: And this is the best of the sci-fi, Christian. What are the best things we've
0: done? Oh my gosh,
1: or at least some of them.
0: So here we are, 1100 episodes later. Uh, let's should we try to stick specifically to not Patreon because we've done some I have
1: one Patreon. I have one I mean, made. Moby feed. Dick. The it best. is Moby Dick.
0: My favorite probably my favorite thing we've done in recent years and maybe ever is the Moby Dick read along.
1: Now, uh, unfortunately the Moby Dick is uncensored because I couldn't help myself. Yes. Uh but it's so worth it. Like, <laughs> I know that's like patting ourselves on the back, but I'm really proud of what we did with that. That, that to me, was something very special, and it was an awesome experience to read through it and to go through it in that level of detail. I'm very, very proud of Moby Dick.
0: All right. Let's just kind of go back and forth. I've got the episode list loaded up here. I'll just kind of scan through, and I'll pull out some things in no particular order. Okay. Okay. So- Do you want to talk about Seeing it with Ian? I mean, that's something that's been great so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, I I want to get back to it. I'm just not quite sure the best approach to take for the next steps, but we will for sure do something with it, whether it's kind of going through it at the level of detail we were before or more general. I am reading the second part of that book.
0: So Uh, in in case we happen to have newer listeners, Seeing it with Ian is a series based on a book called...
1: Uh, 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 The Matter of Things.
0: By Ian... McGilchrist. Yeah. So... Ben's basically pulling out a different philosophy or theology. now there's something
1: to go in for for what's the case against AI. I think that uh, strongly comes through in the philosophy of that series that we talked about.
0: Maybe you should try to, yeah, next week is your last chance.
1: (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I'm happy to revisit it next week, but I also think, like if people just go back and listen to the Ian McGilchrist stuff or yeah. my AI rants from last fall, Dune, like, like the case has been
0: made. <laughs> All right, so I, I I like when you get deep and we're tying in philosophy, theology, I or current, even current events. So. Seeing with Ian is a current example of that, although there's lots of different things as you look back over the years. What do you got next?
1: Uh, kooky Christmas, I, I think I'm very oh, proud
0: of. I love our conspiracy episodes so much. Conspiracies are so much fun. Man, I, I was kind of mildly working on one for Cookie de Mayo, which right. is my birthday, uh, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, didn't make it happen, although I, I have some starter notes. When, what's the next summertime holiday where I could sneak it in? Well, tomorrow the 4th of July. Rats. <laughs> just missed it. <laughs> so that's not ready. Uh, so I've got one for the, just for the uncensored feed. I want to put it at the highest level. It's right. not even going to be uncensored just in case I, I'm not as good at it as you are. Oh. That way, the only people I hear are paying the most money. <laughs> that's, that's that's what you want to do. So watch for that. I have a great, uh, do I want to even say what it, the theme is? Mm, I think I won't. Okay. Mm, it's time travel. <laughs> it's okay. a, I have a time travel conspiracy. <laughs> you, you
1: did a good job keeping that a
0: secret. So watch for that on the uncensored feed in the next one to two months. All right. All right. Uh, So, another thing I've been liking is, as I mentioned before, because you're Catholic and I'm Protestant, I feel like we've had great conversations where I'm sort of just learning from you about the differences. As I'm scanning here what sparked that memory is, I see that we uh, did Hardcore Lent last oh, year yeah. where I learned more about the Lenten season from the Catholic perspective. We did question and answers a catholic question and answers uh not oh we didn't always brand it this way but for a while we we're branding them surprised by pope <laughs> rather than surprised by hope right uh and i think we did three episodes there so those types of co- uh question and answer episodes where if i feel like i'm learning it, it's enjoyable to me you know and speaking of that uh, a
1: topic people have thrown out every now and then that we've never done is marian apparitions and i was i uh, was at my church this last week i didn't have a marian apparition okay. but, uh was outside and there's a there's kind of a display that's set up to recreate the fatima visions and i thought th- that talking about fatima would be very interesting
0: okay i don't think i know about that
1: exactly all right so th- that that could be fun all right what do you got next uh, well, the last one I wanted to just pull out was just in general. I think we've done a very proud of the fact that this show has been about ideas over fluff. Yeah, ideas. So many Christian podcasts. I'm not thinking of anybody in particular. Just You can even take off the word Christian, but I'm thinking of like in in our general space are just – Uh, what's the Bible study that we can take from Mission Impossible? You know, what are five lessons the Barbie movie can teach us about having better Bible study? It's just, it's nonsense, and I hate it, and I'm very proud that we have not done that. You know, you said that my criteria for when we quit, life circumstances allowing, is when have we uh, run out of things to say. Well, that's it. It's like when you're just spinning your tires, you don't have anything to say, stop saying it.
0: Yeah. I'm just looking through here. Yeah, I like what you said about ideas because, of course, we'll do movie reviews and we have lots of news episodes in our backlog. But I like when I feel like I'm learning. Yeah. And I feel like you as the teacher of this podcast. I, I like teaching. Yeah, you, you just have a lot to share. And I hate to say it, but a lot of your ideas or thoughts, I'm not saying always, but they may seem on the fringe when you say them. and uh, then, I got
1: a pretty good batting average.
0: And then later... All of a sudden, everyone is, is exactly. there. So you do have a way of seeing things a little bit ahead. So
1: when we're all cowered in bunkers, <laughs> hiding from Skynet, uh, you can apologize to me for that time you signed up for Chat GPT <laughs> after I recorded hours of rants yes. warning you not to. Uh,
0: uh, here's another thing. I just, I'm, again, I'm scanning recent episodes. I see that on episode 962, I brought up the question to you. Like I was thinking about my own self when I die, do I want to be buried or cremated? Because you, you have all these different, like, I feel like it's becoming more popular for people to become cremated because it's so much cheaper. Yeah. And so just on that episode, we had a kind of a conversation where we went over, is there a right or wrong way? <laughs> like when it comes to our faith. Right. So yeah, I do like that kind of thing. Just and being able...
1: The answer is yes, there is a right and a wrong way. So
0: I guess I like when we can just talk things out. When I I, like where, I where I can bring a subject to you and you can say, here's... Here's what I think, and even you'll even bring up the Bible sometimes. All right,
1: well, you know the case against AI. Here's next here's,
0: week. Here's another one. Episode nine thirty eight. Old book curationism, which is a funny title, but basically you're just talking about right. curating and looking at classics. And I think it was, if I remember this correctly, I should bring up the episode. I think it was about not focusing so much on the current. Does that sound right to you? Like yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's Sturgeon's law. Curating old books. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't listen to our show, so.
0: I understand. <laughs> you're, our, you're our least consistent listener. <laughs> right. Actually, the, here's the, my uh, my breakdown. Ben discusses the importance of curation. Yeah. So there we go. I love curation. So, I mean, I've only, I'm just looking backwards from the most recent list. There's a lot of other things. I mean, there's just fun things I enjoy. Like, I like how we were doing that runtime count up. Do you remember that?
1: Oh, yeah. Where yeah we that just, was fun. We
0: looked at our favorite, like, we were able to, export through letterbox a list of the movies we've seen and then reorder them by length of film right and then just it's your favorite movie that was 90 minutes 91 minutes yes, exactly 90, and we we went down
1: as far as we could and up as far it's as kind of fun going.
0: Like I, that's something I feel like you do not do that every year but right. maybe in five years we we'll do it again for fun I like it so alright anyway, there's lots of good things that have been happening including the sci-fi Christian canon which will be coming back soon <laughs> but, right around to episode 1200 <laughs> but Ben I think I think that brings this long episode to an end <laughs> Is yeah, right? I, th- I feel like that worked out okay. Yeah, way to go! You really prepared this for this episode. Thank you. It's the Udi De- Decathlon, no. whatever. <laughs> I don't remember how to say it anymore. <laughs>
1: I don't recall either.
0: Oh, listeners, thanks again for being here with us for 1,100 episodes. We appreciate you, and we we like we said at the beginning wouldn't do it if you weren't there. So thank you. Thank want, you. If you want to say anything to us that we're not going to respond to, you can write us at feedback <laughs> at the stuff at Maybe we'll respond through email. Sometimes I yeah, do Yeah, that's that. a good point. Yeah. Sometimes. We're just not going to read it here. Yeah. And it's it, like a,
1: it's private.
0: If you have any ideas <laughs> on how we can be more engaging with the community, let us know, um, um, and we'll talk to you about it privately I'm or not at all. I'm less
1: interested in that, but you can send them anyway.
0: Yeah, just send it. So thank you, listeners. That's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben Divono. And we're the stuff at Christian. Signing off.
1: And goodbye.